the Lord. I will fly away. I will not die. Tell your brother, your sister, I will not die. I will fly away. Hallelujah. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Let's give him a club offering today, this morning. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Why don't we check our Bibles this morning? I want to greet you all in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you for coming. The house of the Lord this morning. You have your Bibles. We go to Genesis chapter 2. Genesis chapter 2, verses 15. And, uh, I'm happy to see my brother here who was baptized on Sunday. Also, the other brother who was baptized on Sunday, I think his name is Brother Opio. He texted me this morning. He said he will not make it because he was given some responsibility at home. I'm happy to see my sister over there as well. God bless you. Amen. Amen. We read Genesis chapter 2 verse 15. And the Lord God took the man and put him in the into the garden of Eden to dress it and to keep it. And the Lord God commanded the man, saying, Of every tree of the garden thou mayest freely eat. But of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil thou shalt not eat of it. For in the day that thou eatest thereof, thou shalt surely die. Bulimuti ogwomurusuku oriangako ngabuono yagaranga na ye omuti ogokumanyo burunji no bubi to guriangako kubango runakuroli guriako tori remakufa. And we read verse twenty one. Katubuke to gendekunyorwabimwerum. And the Lord God caused a deep sleep to fall upon Adam, and he slept. And he took one of the of his ribs and he closed up the flesh instead thereof. Mukama katonda naletera omusajjo tulo tunji neyebaka namuchamu olubirizirum nazawe nyama muchifochalo and the rib which the lord god had taken from the man made he a woman and brought her unto the man Mukama katonda nazimbo olubirizirwa jemu musajja okuba omukazi namuleta eri omusajja amen mina and Adam said, This is now born of my bones and flesh of my flesh. She shall be called a woman because she was taken out of man. Therefore shall a man leave his father and his mother and shall cleave unto his wife, and they shall be one flesh. 
Omusajja chana vanga leka chitawe nenyina neyeta bane mukazuwe nabo banabanga omubirigumu and they were both naked the man and his wife and we are not ashamed Bombi bali bwerere omusajja ne mukazuwe so tebakwati bwansonyi Amina katsabe a precious love in Jesus Yes, we're so grateful this morning to know that even as Adam was taken, even as Eve was taken out of Adam, the man, we have also been taken out of you. The man. We are the female part. We are the church. We are the bride. And we have come here this morning so that you can fashion us into your image. That we will be pleasing to you. Even my sincere prayer this morning, Lord, is that we will be pleasing to you. That whatsoever we do, we will be pleasing to you. Bless everyone, Lord. Every brother, every sister. Some who have traveled long ways to be here. May you bless their heart, Lord. And may this service be a blessing to everyone, Lord. Who is a part of it. Those here and those online. Let your love fill our hearts. May we rejoice at the hearing of your word. We ask these blessings in the precious name of Jesus. Everyone say it. Amen. Amen. You may have your seats. A woman of virtue, part three. Omukazi omurongofu echitundu echokusatu. Can you get a better word of virtue? Virtue. Munzifunurezimu chitamanyi. No, but we have already dealt with these two services, so you know what we're talking about. Omukazi omurongofu. That's the right word. All right. And then, at, but this morning, I'm specifically speaking on a sacred trust. How many here have asked the appetite of the word this morning? Amen. So I'm, I'm requesting that you uh, put your undivided attention uh, to the word. And we avoid movements as much as we can. Really, let us avoid movements. You can be where you are until the end of the of the preaching. That will be very good. Amen. Amen. A sacred trust. Trust is a, a wonderful thing. Not everyone trusts everyone. As a matter of fact, the Bible says that cast be the man that trusts in a man. But yet, usually people want to trust another. Because uh, Trust is a wonderful thing. And then a trust is something that is given to someone 
when now the person who has received the trust is can be called a trustee and the trustee does not necessarily benefit directly from the trust. But listen, that trust is given to him for the benefit of others. And so we want to look at that this morning. A sacred trust that God has given to us. But before we talk about the sacred trust that God has given to us, let's look at uh, at Adam. The Bible says that the Lord God formed man in his own image. And man was in the image and likeness of God. And he gave him Eden, the garden of Eden, to dress and keep it. Praise the name of the Lord. And if you look at verse 16 of chapter 2, he says, And the Lord God formed, the Lord God commanded the man, saying, Of every tree of the garden thou mayest freely eat. That's chapter 2 verse 16. But of the tree of knowledge of good and evil, thou shalt not eat of it. For in the day that you eat thereof, thou shalt surely die. Now this was a sacred trust that God had entrusted to Adam. God had given his word to his son and he had entrusted him to see a good trustee of that word. He said you can eat of every tree in the garden but of this one which is the tree of knowledge of good and evil Thou shalt surely not eat of it. Now there are three categories of trees in the Bible. And this we can just look at it briefly. There is the tree of life which was in the midst of the garden but there was also the tree of knowledge of good and evil. This was the second category. It was also in the midst of the garden. Now, the tree of good, of knowledge of good and evil and the tree of life were only figurative trees. It meant something more than just trees. But you see there is other trees that were good for food. Like apples. Like uh, uh, purples. Uh, like mangoes. And all these other trees that produce fruit. God told him you can eat all that. That's another category now. Are you following me? But then these other two trees which were in the midst of the garden one of them he could eat but another he could not. The one which he could eat and indeed he did eat was the tree of life. And as long as he ate from the tree of life, he remained in the garden of Eden. He remained 
eaten holy before the Lord. He possessed the image of God. Why? Because he was eating from the tree of life. the Lord of glory this morning. Praise the name of the Lord. And so he told this man he came on earth and he told, told us we could eat him and he told us we could drink him because his body was food and his blood was drink and he said I am the life. He came on earth. He declared. He said, I am the light. So he is the tree of light. You know the Bible uses the word tree as figuratively to mean a man. When you go in the book of uh, Psalms chapter 1, he said, blessed be the man, blessed is the man that works not in the counts of the ungodly. He said, he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water. So we see that the word tree here means a man. The man that, that works not in the counts of the ungodly he will be a tree planted by the rivers of water. But here we notice that the tree of life. The tree of life is the man of life. And the man of life came on earth and he declared. And he said, I am the way. I am the truth. I am the life. No man can come to the Father but by me. Jesus is the tree of life. God himself is the tree of life. And Adam was eating from him every day. And eating is hearing and receiving. And then there was another tree. That's the tree of knowledge of good and evil. The tree of knowledge. But within it has good and evil. That was the man of sin. That was the devil himself. The Bible says he was found in, in Aden, the garden of, of God. And, but, but before then he was in heaven. And then he was cast down on earth. And, and, and he, be, he became the devil. Praise the name of the Lord. But before we see this scenario, the tree of knowledge was there. The tree of life was there. 
and Adam was there. Adam in the image of God. Adam and he was told specifically not to eat of the tree of knowledge. That was a sacred that God, that God had given him. God made him a trustee on the biggest mystery on earth. Don't tell us that God let the devil come on earth. Why didn't you want Adam? He warned him. He told him this tree of knowledge. Don't eat it. And Adam was a trustee Adam of that big mystery. And then on down to verse 21, God causes a sleep to fall on him, on Adam. And he out of his ribs, he ripped him apart. And he closed the flesh thereof. And he removed the rib. Hallelujah. And he made a woman out of that rib. And he brought her Adam. Adam. And Adam said, Now this is born of my bones and flesh of my flesh. You shall be called a woman because she was taken out of the But then what happened after that? Genesis 3.13 and, and the Lord God said unto the woman What is this that thou hast done? When the woman came out of the man, the devil realized the woman is a part of the man, but the woman is a weak vessel. And the devil realized he can now be able to access the man by using the woman. And when the devil did that, he beguiled the woman and he caused her to fall. He caused her to misuse her sacred virtues. He caused her to fall away from keeping that sacred virtue. That sacred trust. Remember it was given to Adam. But from Adam. I believe Adam had passed it on to the woman. And told the woman. You know what he Here is I'm a trustee. And God has entrusted me with keeping this word. We should never eat of this. And the, 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 when the serpent came down, he beguiled the woman. And and read in your Bible, he says, and the woman said, God said, what have you done? What have you done, woman? And the serpent be the woman said, the serpent beguiled me. And I did it. Praise the name of the Lord. I'm keeping quiet for a moment because I wanted to imagine God himself trusting you. 
Ngakwesize. If he trusts you. I'm so happy to see you, Sister John. If he trusts you. It means he has confidence in you. It means he has decided to treat you as a trustee. He believes you will keep the trust. He believes in you. God believed in Adam. Why? Because Adam was born of his born flesh of his flesh. Adam was the image of God himself. Adam But when the woman came out of Adam, the woman had those virtues. But she was not able to keep it. And in so doing, he lost it all. And by losing it all, it was an extension to Adam. Follow me closely here now. And they lost it all. And in 1 Timothy chapter 2 verse 11. He says let the woman learn in silence with all subjection. But I suffer not a woman to teach. Not to assert authority over the man. But to be in silence. For Adam was first formed then Eve. And Adam was not deceived. Listen now. But the woman being deceived was in the transgression. So the woman was deceived. And because she was the one who was deceived, she was in the transgression. In Genesis, you say the serpent beguiled me. And I did it. The scripture says, so is the way of an adulterous woman. She eats and wipes her mouth. And says, I've done no. What exactly did Eve eat? Put up that verse from me. So is the way of an adulterous woman. What is adultery? All of you know what adultery is. So the scripture says, the, the woman who has committed adultery, she says, after she has done it, after she eats, eating here means the act that she has done. She says, I've done no evil. And the Bible says here, the serpent, the woman says, the serpent beguiled me. And I did it. So Eve admitted that she was beguiled. And because she was beguiled, she committed an adultery. And she received two seeds. One from Adam and another from the serpent. And that's the beginning of serpent seed in the human race. And serpent seed is still in the after day. But the seed of God is still in the after day. And he 
was in the transgression. So the first Eve, the first woman fell. She was not able to keep the sacred trust. But God being God, he needed to show hallelujah that he himself can have another Eve who cannot fall. And this other Eve would have to keep that sacred trust. Now, who is that Eve? The second Eve is you. Hallelujah. Amen. The first Eve fell. You will not fall. Please follow me here. Who was the first Adam? The Adam first Adam in Genesis. But we have a second Adam. And his name is Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Amen. The first Adam brought death to the world. But the first, second Adam, he brought life. And Jesus Christ yes, Christ is the second Adam. Yeah, Adam Through him, we all get life. He is the man of life. Hallelujah. Amen. But the first one brought death. But the second one brought life. That's why we have to be born again. According to the second Adam. Hallelujah. Amen. Because the first one through him. We all got dead. As, as long as you were born by the life of the first Adam. You may think you are alive. But you are actually dead. Hallelujah. You are dead even before. Let me tell you the moment you are born. You begin to die. Did you know that? The moment you are born, you begin to die. You have had the brothers here giving testimony. Oh, my body was like this. Oh, but God healed me. But I, I don't want it to be bad news, but let me tell you. This is a best house. And it will keep on getting bad and bad and bad. The more you live in it, the more old it will get. The more tired it will get. Doctors will try to repair it. God has given us good doctors. They can try to repair it. They saw it. They saw it. But again, it breaks apart. They, they, they try to repair it. They put plaster. Again, it breaks apart. They try to do this. They try to put some metals. They try to do this and that. But let me tell you, this is a sure word of prophecy. This is a best house. And it is going to die. You cannot have hope in it. And the Bible tells me after this body has gone, there is another body waiting. Hallelujah. And every believer, every child of God has that body. It's just waiting for us. When we walk out of this 
then we walk into another one and that is a perfect body it cannot be sick it cannot be tired it cannot be weary it cannot break why? because it is a body that there is spoken by the word let me surprise you some of us have started to wear that body Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. We are actually wearing that body right now. Whenever you come to hear the word, you are wearing that body. You are putting on that body. That's why we sing a song. I shall not die. Hallelujah. Amen. I will fly away. Why are you going to fly away? Because you have another body. You are the second woman of virtue. The church. You will not fall. Let me, let me, let me prove it to you here. When the message Christ is the mystery of God revealed. The prophet of God says, Look, God in his body. Christ. Christ. Katonda mumubirigwe Kristo. Where was God? Katonda yaliwa in Christ. Yalimu Kristo. Where was God church? Katonda yaliwa kanisa. Yalimu Kristo. Christ. Mukristo. Reconciling the world to himself. Ngatabaganyense de jali. The God of heaven and earth. Katonda we gurune. The creator of heaven and earth. Katonda gurune. Was actually in the body of Jesus Christ. Yalimu nda mumubirigwe Yesu Kristo. If you understand it shout amen. Jesus Christ yes, was not a second person of the Trinity. The Trinity is a doctrine from hell. The Trinity is not a Bible doctrine. Because it teaches polytheism. It says that there are three gods. No, there is only one God. Hallelujah. Amen. And that God is the Spirit. John chapter 4, 20, 21, 25, believe. Says, God is a spirit. God is a spirit. And that spirit God, according to uh, John chapter 1, the Bible says, in the beginning was the word, and the word was with God. Hallelujah. And in verse 14, he says, and the word, Put on flesh. The word was God. But the word was with God. But it was God. But the word is God. And the word put on flesh. And dwelt among Christ. Christ. So who is Christ? He was God in flesh. Who is Jesus to you? Jesus was God himself. Hallelujah. Amen. He was clothed in a body. 
the second Adam. Oh, are you confused? Don't be confused. That's why we say he is our everything. He is my sister. He is my brother. He is my God. He is my Savior. He is my Redeemer. He is my friend. He is my father. He is my brother. He is my everything. Hallelujah. Amen. Glory to God. God in his body. Jesus was the body of God. Tell someone Jesus was the body of God. God in his body. Christ. Christ. And Christ Christ in his body. The bride. Someone didn't get it. God in his body. Who? Christ. And Christ in his body. Where was God in Christ? Where is Christ right now? Christ in me. Christ the hope of my glory. Hallelujah. Amen. Oh my. God made manifest in Christ. God made manifest in Christ. Christ made manifest in the church. God manifested himself in Christ. And Christ is manifesting himself in me. In you, brother. Do you see why you cannot fall? Amen. And as God took from the body of Adam, Adam, he took the woman and she fell. Then God has taken from the body of Christ. He has taken his flesh, his body, which is his word, and is bringing a bride out of that. A bride that will not fall. A bride who won't fall by denomination. She will not fall by creed. She will not fall by dogma. Someone tells you something. You will tell them where is it in the Bible. If it is not there, I cannot believe it. Why? Because I have been taken out of the body of Christ. But she is coming back with a pure and adulterated word of God being manifested. I hope every man that hears this step and every woman will understand that. She is the second Eve. <laughs> Did someone understand that? My way, we ought to be shouting because of this. I ought to be shouting. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. She is the second Eve. You are the second Eve. I am, I am the second Eve. The woman, a woman of virtue. And I say she is the second Eve. 
but she is not breaking and she is not spoiling her skirt of purity and holiness to her husband I am not going to spoil my skirts of purity with false doctrines of trinity with false doctrines that are not in the Bible you know praying for the dead praying through the dead and other false doctrines like that I am not going to spoil my skirts of purity with those kind of teaching she will stay with his word regardless of what anybody says do I have that second Eve here if you are here shout amen you will stay with the word regardless of what anybody says in this message is the only church that a pastor can fall and the people remain standing because we didn't believe because of a pastor we didn't believe because of a church we don't have any denomination so we have nothing to lose only the word therefore we don't want a man we want the word we are not looking to a man we are looking to the word Regardless of what anybody says, what the pastor says, what the bishop says, what the archbishop says, what the church says, regardless of that, the bride will stay with what the word says. Praise the name of the Lord. When I believed this message, I told myself, I said, I will not fall away from this message even if my pastor fell that was my declaration my hope is not in a church or in a man my hope is in Christ alone in Christ alone there is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus who walk not after the flesh but after the spirit rather get in Christ one time hallelujah Amen. that's why I can't understand the people in this message lift up their pastors so much and talk about their pastors in their mouth more than even Christ I can't understand it let me tell you church if you have been called out of the denomination you are going to fall in love with Christ the purpose of this message is to make us fall in love with Christ there is no condemnation to those that are in Jesus Christ rather get in Christ hide yourself in Christ nothing will worry you regardless of what your uncle says what your auntie said what your father said what your friend said you will hold yourself unto the pure word of God am I speaking to someone here this morning why because you are taken out of that very word it's our privilege 
It is the sacred trust that God has put to his church. God gave his word to his church. Can I hear you say amen, amen? God gave his word to his church. And that sacred heritage is ours. I wish I had some people say it is mine. God bless you. Yes, God bless you. Can I hear more people claiming it? Amen. Amen. It is yours. It's mine. It's yours, brother. Oh, my. Amen. It is yours, brother. It is yours, brother. It is yours, my brother. Brother, it is yours. You want prophecy? This is prophecy. It is yours. Amen. Receive it. It's your sister. God gave his word to his church. And that sacred heritage is ours. People fight for land. This is my land. I created it for my father. Let me tell you, we have more than land. We have more than houses. We have a sacred heritage. It's a sacred trust. And it belongs to us. It's a gift from God. Not to just compromise on this. And cut this out. No, no problem. You know, you can wear a trousers. You can baptize babies. You can murder an unbeliever. And who knows God can make them. You are cutting out you're cutting this out. Oh, you're throwing this out. And you're adding this in to suit your own test. But to fulfill that, but but to preach the full word. The whole gospel. That's what we are given to do. It's a gift of God to preach it. We are not going to compromise. We are duty bound as Christians. To take it and believe it. When we know if our hearts condemn us not, then we know we have favor with God. But when we know we, we are bypassing something. Some great heritage that belongs to us. That we bypass it. Because our church said they don't believe in this today. It's not for us today. Those times of miracles used to be in the past. Those tongues are no longer for believing. For, for the other you know, these gifts. It's for those ones. Miracles. I don't know. Those ones live for them. Uh, even healing. Healing. That's a devil. Giving every one of our promises to others. I say it is mine. It belongs to me. They are our promises. It is our, our, our heritage. We claim it. We shouldn't bypass it. Because if we do, we spoil our heritage. Now, the loss of heritage is due to compromising. 
We lost our heritage because we just compromised. Listen, church. If you know what the word of God says, don't compromise it. Thinking God will help you to achieve your purpose. The moment you begin to compromise on the word is the moment you have lost it all. Don't compromise it. Don't compromise it. And when we compromise, then we cannot expect God to keep his promise to us. Because we are broken in upon the sacred trust. And we have defiled the trust that God gave us. Don't compromise. Don't compromise. Let us keep that trust. Let us keep it sacred. Let us keep it holy. Keep every word of it. And compromise nowhere. Do I have believers here this morning? Let God his word. And believe it. Act like it. My goodness. Amen. Listen to this word. I read them again to you. Say God at Believe it. Act like it. Stand on it. Act like it. Act like it. Stand on it. Don't move. That's what we must do. That's what God is looking for. If we stand, if we take God at his word, we must believe it. But how can you say you believe it? When you can't even say amen in the church. You have to act like you believe it. Hallelujah. Amen. So I don't feel faith yet. Just act like you believe it. Say amen. Say amen. Come on, Mina. Drop your hand for Jesus. Jump up and shout. Why do you do that? You are acting like it. Dress properly. No, I want my trousers. And I want you to dress like that. And to paint myself. And then I begin working. That's what you feel you want. But you believe the word. I have medicine for you. Act like the word. Throw away the trousers. Throw away the lipsticks. Throw away the earrings. You act like the word. Even if you don't feel like it. Act like it. Stand on it. Don't move. That's what we must do. That's what God is looking for. Hallelujah. Amen. I remember when the children of Israel were coming down. And they were told to go and circle. Jericho. Jericho. I think it was seven times. What do you think they were thinking? What? How could you tell us to just suck? Really? 
For real, these people, they are in a very big hole. And for us, our work is to just suck. Circle. 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 This we are acting like babies. Are you sure you, Joshua, you heard from God? Yeah. God said you should circle. Go around. Again, go around. Again, go around. I don't feel like it. Move, do it. Go around. Act like it. Move around. But, 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 no, just go around. And at the end of it all, shout. Shout. Can you imagine? Shouting itself was victory. And sometimes the word of God comes to you. And the spirit of the Lord tells you, shout. And some of you be like, I shout. Then what will shouting do? But the spirit of the Lord told you, shout. That's where your victory lies. We, we need to understand how the heritage works. We are not some dead something. We have a living God. And he speaks to us. Not only through the pulpit, but through your heart. And you can tell you to do something for your deliverance. It's revealed to you, do it. And he said, go around. Go around. Go around. And these people, as they started shouting, I believe when they saw them going around, they were not going around a house. They were going around a city. I believe what we are going across that there are some little foolish people good for nothing people going around our city. Do they have uh, guns? Do they have spears? The, uh, the, the king was asking. They said no. Yes. <laughs> Let them go around. They said by going around they will come and take our guns. But they see that things happen by chance. They go around. They are good for nothing. And they went around. They came back again to the king. They are going around again. Let them go around. They cannot harm us. They are good for nothing. Let me tell you, you keep going around by coming to church. You go and come back. You go and come back. Something is happening. Something is building within you. You can't see it. No one can see it. But I tell you, it is happening. Hallelujah. And one day, one day, a great shot will come forth. Hallelujah. Amen. They began shouting. Everything was like, what are they shouting about? They excited about nothing. They are shouting. And they have this ark of the covenant. They got a box. And they're just shouting. It looks like foolish people. But they had the word. And that word was their son. A great trust. God told them, do what I've told you to do. Keep it. 
it. Then watch what I will do. And they kept the word. They kept the promise. And God also kept his promise. Hallelujah. Amen. And as they kept on shouting, I don't believe they shouted. No. It was a great shout. It was not a shout of one person. It was a shout of two. It was a shout of everyone. Combined together for a, a space of time. <laughs> Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. And as they were shouting. Hallelujah. 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 Amen. These words of flesh are going to pray. Hallelujah. And we will walk out. We will walk out. Everybody will know something was happening. Hallelujah. Amen. Because we are going to move out of this place. We are going to overcome. Hallelujah. Amen. We cannot fall. Because we have this sacred. Trust. My, 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 my. Amen. Those who thought we were joking, they will realize it is too late. Because people are something. But by the time they realize, we shall be sweet. sweet. My, 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 my. Amen. I cannot wait for that. And he says here, Let's go back just a few minutes and find those men who kept God's great sacred trust. That was his word. That's what we inherit. Is the word. The God that Joshua had. Is the God we have inherited. <laughs> the God Moses had. Is the God we have inherited. The God that Paul had. Is the God we inherited. The God that William Branham had. Is the same God we inherited. The God of all these men. God is sacred trust. That is his word. That's what we inherit. And in the time of strain, in the time of perplexity, in the time of distress, in the times of delirious times, they found comfort in keeping the word. Hallelujah. Amen. Oh, glory to God. Hallelujah. The word is God is comfort. When you know and it can walk down even to the valley of the shadow of death. And you know that God said so. God said so. God said so. That settles it. Walk in the valley of the shadow of death. You will speak like David, my sister. And he will say, even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For thou art with me. For thou art with me. Thy rod, thy staff. 
thy rod what is that the rod of power the staff of power the word of God in the old times Moses had that rod of power and all the other three whatever uh, witches in Egypt they also had their roads but Moses came with one they came with three they became snakes but Moses had something else his rod <laughs> let me say this in Uganda the other three men they had three rods which were covered by all the spirits of Egypt all the spirits of Egypt all the demons of Egypt all the ghosts of Egypt of Egypt they were under those three rods but there was a man his name was Moses he had one stick one rod if you have understood it the others had three they had the trinity but Moses he had one rod brethren we have one rod that road is Jesus. Yes, It is only Jesus that we need. It is only Jesus. It is only Jesus who has our victory. Yes, Only Jesus is our power. We don't need Jesus and the bishop. We don't Jesus need Jesus and religion. Jesus and witchcraft. We need Jesus. Alone. Hallelujah. Amen. That man who came, he came with one road. <laughs> when he entered Egypt, the whole Egypt knew that the king, fellow, he had not yet known that this man he has a road. He has a special power. When Moses entered, the men were speaking with the king. Telling him, Don't worry. He doesn't know what he's speaking about. We have our God. We have our anointing. We have our demons. We are going to call all of them and call them. And they will come from down. The spirits of the dead. <laughs> we have those same religions in this age which pray in the dead the, the ghosts of the dead the devil the elder one this one and that one the, the ghosts of the dead our great grannies we are going to call them they are going to fight for us that is right my witch doctors. Now, when you speak, they only accept. They accepted. And he sat. But it is finished. It's finished. If he had people like I have here, he would have said, Sachuete. 
It is finished. <laughs> it's like finished. We have seen them come. It is finished. But they had the air. Because of the dead people. <laughs> but when the man of God came, he came with anointing. The anointing which had the word of God. This man, he had a sacred trust. That was given to him. God himself. He told him, I've given you my word. I've trusted you. I've sent you. Go to Egypt. I will stand before you. What you will speak, it will be as good as Hold the rod. Put it down. It is going to become a snake. He didn't tell him the rest. But when Moses he knew that if it becomes a snake, what am I going to do? When he reached, the others brought their snakes. <laughs> they started laughing that, that mockful laughs. I don't know whether we have anybody who has ever gone to a witch doctor here. I've never gone to a witch doctor, but uh, I know what happens in this shrine. You know, they start laughing more. <laughs> Let us see Moses. Your God. <laughs> the snakes came. Moses stood. As the prophet said, Stand. Don't move. Stand on the word. Moses stood. Hallelujah. Amen. The snakes came. They came, they came. came, it came. And even Moses said, Have you finished? He also dropped his rod. When he dropped the rod, <laughs> Uh, In other words, yours is only one. Humble yourself. We are not going to humble ourselves. Paul said Paul Agamba, he was proud in the Lord. We are proud in the Lord. We know what we are talking about. That's why we cannot be quiet. We can't be quiet because we have a cause. Because we have a message. And this message must be hard. Let me tell you we have determination. We will preach it on radios, even on TV, even everywhere. Why? Because we know what we are talking about. We have met this God. And he has given us a rod of power. It is a sacred trust. And that's why we have to preach it. If the devil doesn't like it, it is too late for him. There are people who are rising up. A new generation. Hallelujah, Brother Edison. A new generation that is rising up and it's going to preach this message without fear, without favor of any man because we know what we are talking about. If you know what you believe, shout out. We have 
young ladies who are going to stand holy who are going to overcome regardless of what the world has to offer the world offers fornication but they will not accept they will stand because they know what they are talking about hallelujah amen When I was getting married, I was very young, and someone told me. <laughs> Even I'm, I'm giving you only three months, and your marriage will be done. I'm getting into my tenth year, and I'm just starting. Hallelujah! Amen. Let them give us one month. Let them give us one year. Let them give us five years. But before they know it, we shall be gone. And mother threw his stick down. And his snake had that big jaw that was so elastic that swallowed all the other three snakes. And by the end of swallowing, it became a road again. What do you know? Do you know what I'm talking about? All the serpents of Egypt that had all the ghosts and powers of Egypt was now in the road of power that Moses had. If Pharaoh knew He would have known now our God is in the hand of this man. Did you know that the world is at your mercy? It is because of you. God is not destroying this earth yet. The tribulations cannot come on the earth before the bride goes. We are waiting for the rapture. And after the rapture, people will know that there was someone here. You are the one holding the wrath of God. It's the truth. We are holding the wrath of God. Oh, hallelujah. Amen. We have this sacred virtue. A sacred trust. Of the woman. That we must keep. Praise the Lord. Amen. Praise the Lord. And before I conclude it. I'm going to look at it in the physical as well. But this is also meant to talk about the spiritual. But the Barnum speaks of the three sacred virtues a woman has. And in the message, Christ is the mystery of God revealed. Rather, the, the invisible union of the bride of Christ. Hallelujah. Brother Isaac, can you come here a moment? Brother, brother, can you give me that? It says a woman 
is entrusted with certain characters. Omukazi alina empisa obembala zebamwa zebamwesigiza that she must not defy. Ngezembala obempisa kalina zonona. No amen, right? Awamina tezibera kale. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. And there is not a creature on earth like a woman. There is no female dog. There is no female of any kind entrusted with the character that a woman is. She must be precious, special. Today, sisters, you are going to walk out of here today. Like, wow. I'm special. Hallelujah. Amen. A woman was not even in the beginning of creation. Because God knew that she would fall. All other females could not commit adultery. She's the only one that could and can commit adultery. If she has been made like the original, that would be that would have been discomplimentary to God's great wisdom. She was made a byproduct of a man. But because she was cast over in that side. Also been given a sacred charge for God for redemption. God has given a woman a sacred charge, a sacred trust from God to the woman to accomplish about redemption. When God wanted to begin redemption. He came to a woman first. And he spoke to a woman. And he said, Hail Mary. Blessed are thou among women. God needed a woman. God to give. To entrust. To give the sacred charge. Of redemption. Mm-hmm. Not a man. A woman. She's got characters. That she must not define. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. 
Even God himself. I will just speak about this a moment. When he came to, to, uh, to, to Mary. He didn't call, come commanding her around. Some of you men who think you just command the women around. He came honoring her. Raising her. Adoring her. Lifting her. Because he was going to give her this sacred church. Hey, Mary. Shalom, Mary. Blessed are thou among women. Praise the name of the Lord. Maybe from here, brothers, you are going to go home and you are going to tell your women, your wives, Oh, my precious wife. You are blessed among the women. One of the reasons why you are blessed, sister, is because God has given you this charge. God has given you this sacred trust. To bring forth life. Listen, there are three sacred virtues. And the prophet says, if she would mar them, she is defiled for life. No matter how much she is forgiven, if she must be sacred virtues, she cannot be justified. I will strike that in a little bit. I have a question that it says. She can be forgiven for her defilement. But she cannot be justified in this life. It is always with her. Not as now. She's been given this. She, she may be forgiven but not justified. If she must have sacrifice. Listen closely. Her body is given to her. It is a sacred trust from God. No, no female dog, no bird, no other animal, no other creature like that. No, she is the only one. The reason it is so sacred. A body, she is to bring forth life. She is to bring forth life into the earth. Her body is the bedding grounds of life. Therefore, that is the reason she is given this sacred trust. The man's body was not designed to bring life. But the woman's body was. And you know, people are trying to change that. They are making men women. And they're trying to make men pregnant. But that is not how it is done. God never 
put it that way. That's why the body of a man is different from the body of a woman. The body of a woman is so precious. Why? Because it was given to bring forth life into this. God himself to come among a man he needed a body not a body of a man a body of the woman and this woman had to be a woman of virtue not just a woman but a woman of virtue now here is where you may disagree he said many of you theologians and I'm happy you have no theologians that's what defiled the whole human race is that adultery at the beginning happening ground was mad she brought forth those twins Cain and Abel one act two children such descriptions notice now we find that our body is the bedding ground and therefore it's a sacred trust not to defile that. You find many women aborting. And today in the most developed countries, they're saying that, uh, you know, uh, women can abort. It is their right. Even almost up to nine months. That they can abort. It is their right. What happened to the right of the child? And, and our modern thinking has been spearheaded by the devil to mar the woman's body and make it nothing. When you see all this pornography that Hollywood has started out, it, it is meant for one purpose. The devil is behind it. To make the woman nothing. Brother Banham said that Hollywood has made her a sex garbage can. You watch these things on the internet. internet. It's everywhere. In the movies, it's everywhere. The devil has reduced the woman to nothing. And yet, she's the most precious. And let me tell you, no wonder God has his own that are going to show what a real woman looks like. Listen now, listen, these are very sensitive things. Very important. 
Therefore, it's a sacred trust. Not to defile that. God has given it to you, my sister. It's a now I'm speaking now, bringing this to an illustration to show you where the church stands. I am not speaking of you, women. Whatever you are, that's between you and God. Oh, you men. I am speaking of the church and Christ. Now, this she is given to bring forth life that God, only God himself can give. Our womb, our heart, the church has been meant to bring forth life. This is the bedding ground where life comes through. This should be a place where children of God are born into the kingdom. But the devil has taken the church and he has made it a garbage can. You see their dances. It's as if they have gone to these orchestras or, or, or these Hollywood shows. You know, women and boys and girls dressed in tight jeans throwing their legs around and then the people are shouting saying hallelujah Jesus. What kind of Jesus is that one? Let me tell you, there is a church, there is a people that God promised to raise in the end that will bring forth the true nature of the woman of virtue, the true church of the living God that will stand on the wall and keep her sacred trust. You find young men with the hairs playing keyboard as if they are like a dube and they are in the church. Is that a church? Or is it a bar? The pastor's wife. She's dressed with all these skimpy clothes. Which is meant to make men go to hell. Painted like Jezebel. And she's on the pulpit saying, Hallelujah! Hallelujah. 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 What type of hallelujah. hallelujah is that? Hallelujah. What type of God are we praising? I'm showing Balaga. The type of thing we are facing in our day. Now this is given to bring forth the life that God only himself can give. A husband might be the jump bearer, but God has to produce the life. It has to come. All life has to come from God. Any life come from God is perverted and that's what makes it sinful but life has to come from God. He's the author of life. Now, I want to name three things here that she must not get away from. Now I'm speaking, keep the church in mind while I'm speaking this natural 
this to a natural woman. As Paul said in seventh chapter of Romans, she has a sacred trust of virtue. Now, this is the first one. And after the three, I will finish. Committed to her by her Lord. A certain virtue. Nothing else holds it but a woman. That is committed to her by a God. She must not defile that. If she even does something wrong, she must confess that to her husband before he takes her and make it right. This kind of trust of virtue. Boy, oh, who wants to marry you? Are you a virgin? Are you virtuous? If she says yes, she better be right. Because if she's not, according to the Bible, he has a right to put her away when he finds out she wasn't. And if she defiled herself, she has to confess that to her husband before marriage. The same as the church that was married to the Lord. It has to come also before Christ. Before the second marriage. We as a church. We confess that. If she doesn't and she lived with her husband for 10 years and then confess it. He has a right to put her away and marry her. That is scripture. Fornication is unclean living. And I always told the brethren, if you married your wife as a virtuous woman, and she commits adultery, really the problem is with you. Really? Really? But now, yeah. The problem is with the man. And listen to this. There is no Bible verse that allows a man to divorce a woman because she committed adultery. I caught them red handed, Pastor. Brother, cool down. Cool down. And then I'll, afterwards, I'll ask you, oh, tell me what happened. No, it is the one. No, it, it started with you. Search your Bible very well. People divorce their wives because of, of adultery. That's not scriptural. Only it is allowed. If she committed fornication, that's before marriage. Mm. All right, let's skip a bit here. Now, notice now, she has a sacred trust of virtue. 
given her trusted to her by the Lord. God gave her that virtue. Just as it was in the just as it was in the garden of Eden. She can say yes or no. She has a sacred trust of, of womanhood committed to her. That she must not break. The womanhood I'm speaking of here is her conduct, her character around men. Not letting every man touch. Look on these screens, look on these screens and see these movie stars kissing. And hugging and sloping around over these women. A woman does that is of a bad character. She might even be a virgin. But see, when those sex glands are in the lips, he says, the man kisses a woman, he's actually potentially committed adultery. Sex glands are in the woman's lips and in the man's lips. He could kiss her on the hand. It wouldn't mix through their sex glands. But the sex glands is in the lips. Mm-hmm. And see all this nonsense in the Hollywood today. Of all this sloping and laughing around with women. And so forth. And little girls looking at, at all that. You can imagine in our generation. People have TVs in their home. They let their little children look at things like that. They grow up with those images in their mind. It shows you what kind of generation we are having. No wonder our morals are rotten and decayed and filthy. Because it is put before the children. It has to be the way, it has to be that way for the last day. Now keep the church in mind. She is kissing. And sloping and mixing around in everything else but the word. Let the devil and education and scientific searches and so forth instead of the word. So now we have seen that one, she has this sacred virtue. Second, she has this sacred womanhood. Whereby she shouldn't allow men to touch her body anyhow. Did you know that even the government sister allows you to go and sue a man that has touched your body anyhow? Did you know that? 
the government yes sir because it is even against the laws of god you have a right on your body you find men you know these women who work in these public places even those who don't when they go to a public place because the mind of a man and men the devil has infiltrated them they see a woman as an immoral object and so that's why even the devil has gone to women and told them to undress they remove their clothes and they walk only with inner wares on the street don't tell me I shouldn't talk about it on the table the devil has done it openly I must preach it openly and the devil has removed their clothes and taken them on the streets taken them on YouTube taken them on the internet and men are immoral in their minds looking at that every day and so when they see women you find them even when you go to public places they be looking to the extent and the and it is men it is women <laughs> let me tell you sister can a man do that you have a right to tell him look here sir you have no right to do that only my husband has a right on my body don't even feel ashamed about it how can you laugh when something like that has happened hallelujah Amen. where is your sacred womanhood she has this sacred womanhood and the prophet says no, no wonder the men act the, the women around the women the way they do it's because the women act around the men the way they do the characters has she characters herself out here with a pair of short on and skin tight and men's clothes and thick. out on the street twisting around twisting no matter what she says she might be as a as a virtuous to her husband as she can be but in the sight of god she is an adulteress the bible says to say ever that will look upon a woman to lust after her has committed adultery with her and she, because she presented herself that way. You see, sisters, why you should present yourself in a, in a Christian way. Now, that doesn't mean that you should wear clothes that go sweeping the ground. If you want to do that, that's really up to you. But as long as your dress or your skirt is below your knees, it's modest. It's really modest. As long as it's below the knees. 
you my brother I want brothers to shout the most precious jewel to you my brother is not your money it's not your car. It's not your, your, your business. It's not your this and that. Apart from salvation, it is a good woman. If you have a good woman, shout amen. <laughs> Brother, you need another touch. Brother, you need another touch. What about those who have not yet married? And you believe you'll get a good one. All of you together, shout amen. Amen. But those of you who shout that amen when you are married, don't say that you'll get another good one. You already have a good, the best one. Can you see? A woman, she is on both extremes. See of all men who have fallen. Great men. Many times because of a woman. See men who have lifted, been lifted up. Great men. Many times because of a woman. Praise the name of the Lord. Amen. Brother, if you have a good woman, let me tell you, pitch your cheek. You are blessed. And I believe I'm blessed also. Hallelujah. Amen. Oh, dear you did not pitch your cheek. <laughs> Praise the name of the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. <laughs> And listen to this last quote here. From the message of faith that was once delivered to the saints. Now you are my sisters. But look. There is only one place in the world universe. That gives a man his credit. That's God gives it to him. Today. The God of America is a woman. And I want to say the God of the world is a woman. Now that's right. Strip one of these little women off. And set them down here on the beach somewhere with their bathing suits on. And she will send more men to hell than all the bootleg joints you got in the city. She's America's God. She makes men fall. Anything she wants to. The devil knows that in the beginning. That is the reason he chose the woman. That's the reason today. He has chosen women. But when I'm talking about half the spiritual mindset. Nothing that will take people to hell than churches. In our generation. 
Bars are not taking more people to hell than churches. Brothels. Brothels. Brothels, prostitute places, houses. They are not taking more people to hell. Churches. Let me tell you, churches today are taking more people to hell than any other place. Why? Because these churches have undressed themselves. They are naked. The Bible says in the book of Revelation chapter 3. They are wretched. They are naked and blind. And they don't know it. How have they undressed themselves? By refusing the lordship of Christ. The word. By refusing the sacred trust of the word. They are compromised on every scripture. You know the Bible says this, but you know, you know. But you also understand. You know, you know. Surely, surely. Can't God understand? And then this kind of person comes to a church like this and they are told what the Bible says and then they feel uncomfortable with it. And then they go to another church with thousands and then they will hear a man saying praise the Lord. The God loves you so much. He doesn't even care what you do. You can you can stay the way you answer God. Keep your girlfriend, brother. Keep your boyfriend. Even it doesn't matter what you wear. Even it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what you wear. Dress anyhow. He loves you. And then this <laughs> Remember they are breast to show. So as they are jumping, they are breast. And the boys, they, they, they have hair which looks like as if thunder has gone through it. And they have their trousers down. And they are jumping. Their trousers are almost falling down. They're like as if they're rapping. And this is supposed to be charged. And you tell me they are in a narrow way. Where is the narrow way? The narrow way is the way of the word. The narrow way is the way of holiness. The narrow way is the way of righteousness. The narrow way is the way of subjecting yourself to the word. That's the reason he chose the woman, the devil, because the woman is redeemed. The woman is redeemed and she can be a sister and godly. But brother, what we need today is some more good old-fashioned Holy Ghost band mothers to raise children right. Amen. May God give us more God sent. 
Old fashioned mother, old saint mother, old saint churches, old saint preacher, old saint preacher, hallelujah, Amen. that will raise the children right. That the children are our sacred trust. God has given them to you, my sister. As a sacred trust. To show you what people believe. When they go to think about marriage, they don't even think about children. They think about their happiness. They don't even think about what type of what type of children will this woman raise for People just go to churches. They don't even think twice. What type of family will I have? If I attend this church. What do they look at? There are many. They are more richer. The pastor knows very good English. And you know, they, they, they have swag. Swag. Oh yes, this is the church to attend. Boys, look at the type of women. Oh, she's so beautiful. She looks nice. She has American high. She knows how to talk. She knows how to present herself. She can talk in public. She's educated. No, I can't marry her. Look at the woman. Me. <laughs> what are you looking for? So you want an uneducated woman? Oh, So it's not the woman you want. You want. It's education you want. Go ahead, brother. But I can assure you, you are headed for the wrong time. Praise the name of the Lord. Set your priorities right. I am looking for a church where I can attend and my soul be prepared for the rapture. If my pastor can speak English or not, if my church is beautiful or not, if this is there or not, if music is wonderful or not, that's not a problem. If it is there, it's an addition. But in our is not praise the Lord. All I'm looking for is a beautiful, spiritually beautiful woman. Who will help me raise my children? Period. If she's beautiful on the outside, praise the Lord. If she's educated, that's a bonus. If this is there, fine. But in my mind, I'm looking for a virtuous woman who has her sacred virtues intact. Sacred virtue. Sacred womanhood. Sacred motherhood. The way she uh, behaves around her husband. This is all typed between Christ and the church. We have the sacred virtue. 
This is the type of the message that not all pastors are excited to preach about. But these are things that people also don't usually want to hear. But what I just preached to you is the word of God. It's not my thoughts. May God bless you. Amen. Let us stand on our feet. We will pray and then I'll invite Brother Martin to come and lead us into worship. Just one or two songs. If you have a need. I was told, Brother Henry, is, is the man still around? No. No. Is this still around? No. Okay, we'll remember him in prayer. If there is anybody here who needs prayer, please, at this time, I'd like you to raise up your hands as we all close our eyes. We'll pray together. Brother, just play it for us. Reach out and touch the Lord. As he passes by. Maybe you are one of those. After hearing the word today, like, oh God, I want to be found faithful at the end of the day. I want to be found faithful having kept all my sacred trusts. A woman keeps a sacred trust. Sacred passions. As a trustee. Not for herself. But for her husband. And we as the church. We keep our sacred passions. As a sacred trust. As trustees. Not for ourselves. But unto our Lord. The Bible says that a, a man has power over the woman's body and also the woman over the husband's body. This is to mean our relationship between us and Christ. He has power over us and we over him. We ask and he gives. We speak and he answers. We knock and he opens. But he wants us to keep his word. He wants us to be found worthy. But when we reach out to him, he can be able to answer us. Father, in the name of Jesus, I come before you, Lord, presenting these people before you. They're raising up their hands, Lord. We are all part of this evil and adulterous generation. But Lord, we are not of them that perish. We are not of them that perish. We are those that are called under the marriage supper of the Lamb. We are overcomers. We know who we are. We have been raised to overcome. We have been raised not to fall because you have been taken out of your body. Blessed be your name.
I pray that these people who are raising up their hands who have needs, Lord. You see the needs in their life. You see the things that are presented before you, Lord. May you come down, Lord, and grant their desires according to your riches of glory. Bless everyone, Father. Bless even that man that came. That man desired to receive a touch from you. Touch him, O Lord. Heal him, O Lord. For you are the healer of all diseases. He has gone to the doctor's father. But he also came to you this morning. Touch him, O God. Your hands That you cannot touch him where we bless your name, O God. I pray that you will help us to run in this race. And not to bring in this grace. Amen. Reach out, Brother Matthew. And touch the
sana Oh shout hallelujah Oh hallelujah Oh hallelujah Oh pray hallelujah sana worship alone Jesus who knows about us is worthy to be praised and worshipped this afternoon.
mercy wait, Lord. Asante, Lord, God of glory. We worship your name, Lord Jesus. You are so good to our soul. You are the love of our soul, Lord. You are the honor of our salvation, Lord. You are the fountain of the living water, Lord Jesus. Lord, you told us look and live. We appreciate you this afternoon. Thank you for your glory. Thank you for your presence, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 Oh, hallelujah. I pray, Lord Jesus. We bless you and Him, Lord. We love you, King of Kings. Thank you for the word you send us. You say the way to send your word, you don't turn to fight it. Your word accomplishes its purpose. Lord, at your word is something we believe you, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, yes, Lord. Yes, hallelujah. May this word have grown in our soul, Lord, no time to fight, Lord Jesus. May the angel of the covenant say that I send my messenger before you to keep you on the way. Oh Lord, how we long to live for you, oh Lord Jesus. We are just the pieces of the clay. Lord Jesus, we are bringing the broken pieces to you, Lord, that you make them together, Lord Jesus, make them whole again. Oh, hallelujah! Hallelujah! The Lord is so wonderful this afternoon. Bible Gamante, so the city Gitanangan Yanamasoga Katonda. Oh, Kumero Kamakuna Kuna Tomuramu. You can come the storm and make the sun shine again. We remember when the name of Jesus was spoken, Lord, when Mary went to visit Elizabeth at a mention of the name. John was filled with the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Oh, send down the Holy Ghost once more. That's again. Oh, hallelujah. Allow you break our father ground, Lord Jesus. We are calling on the name of Jesus. We thank you, Lord, God of glory. To say that no man has ever encountered Jesus and remained the same. Father, we thank you for this visitation. We pray the Lord, help us be the two of the one.
Oh Jesus, that you make our hearts a flame. Like those banners from a mouse, we are going set in our heart, but within us, when you spoke to us. Father, we thank you. We bless your name this time, Lord. We give you praise. You're worthy to be worshipped. You're worthy to be glorified. We love you, Lord. We love you, Jesus. Thank you for healing the sick. Thank you for setting the captive free. Thank you for saving those who are saved, Lord. Thank you, Jesus, for delivering us. Thank you for your blessings upon us. In Jesus' name, amen. I want to sing that chorus. There is roof up upon us. There is a roof up upon us. God, a good place to sleep. I should oh, take and I should so out with our hands raised. Sing it one more time. There is a room up I've got a good place to sleep. And I've put on my table and shoes on off me. You give us your love, Lord, and our fight family. Thank you, Lord, for your blessing. Lord, I don't how much my clothes I don't know hey Oh, 
Jesus is called Holy for you and for me
Nothing compares. I worship you. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. What a lovely name your name is, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. Before you begin this week, why don't you just worship him for a moment in your heart?
that can testify. He's so good to me today. And in my soul, in my life. Okay, I do not have the whole sheet in front of me, but you can count. When did we start contributing? Anybody remember? Yes. Was it October last year? So you can now count. The ones who are good in math, you can count quickly and tell us how many months. About 10 months. Now, I believe you would have been far 
more than this. But I think some people who started in fire, they reduced the fire. If God provided for you then, why not now? So I believe it's the fire. We need more fire. How many agree? I don't care how much you're giving. Give some. Sister Martin, even if it's 200 shillings from the tomatoes, give something. I told you that you can contribute daily. I saw there was someone who was sending on the account using that code 100 shillings every day. Those people refused to declare who they were. But your giving is recorded on earth and in heaven. But also you gave for a few days and you stopped. It was 100 shillings. 100 shillings. Consistent. And it came on the account. So all of you can do it. You don't need to send, if, if you are sending money too small, you don't need to send to me or to Brother Joel. Send it directly. And then kindly let me or Brother Joel know so we can take the record. Yes, we appreciate that. So make note of that number. And also there was Brother Caleb, Brother Caleb, I don't know whether he's on now, but he usually streams from our services here. He's in a place where there is no church. And he's a nurse. So he was telling me that he would also like to contribute monthly. And I, I, I don't know, Brother Joel, if you sent him the details. Yes. So you can all have those details. But the Joel, please post it on the forum again. Just pick those details and be putting one using your mobile money, 100 shillings. 1,000 shillings. Every day. Even you, a student, can. How many believe they can do that? You see the hands going out. So I believe you can do it. The business people, you can do it. It cannot bring down your business. Business <laughs> Hallelujah. 500 shillings. Just deposit it. Amen. Amen. By the end of the year, something can happen. Uh, I've been thinking of a lot of uh, solutions. But like I said, I'm still waiting on God. I do not want to make any random decision based on acquiring land. I went to the bank and they told me they can give me money. But they told me they cannot give us money as a church because we we have been only running the account for uh, about six or seven months now. Running the account. So they need at least a year. But they could give me as a, an individual 
But that means that is my personal loan. And there's been a lot of things I've been looking at. But like I said, I will not make any decision without letting you know. And your but for now, we're continuing with our contribution. And by the way, we are going, whether we have a loan or not, whether we have a brother giving us a loan or not, or at the bank or not, we are continuing to contribute until we have all the funds. The only problem is if we take a loan from the bank, our burden will increase. If we take a loan from an individual, a rich person like you, Sister Rose, we decided to give us the, the 150 million, we can give it back to you slowly, slowly, without extra burden. I think that will be the best. But whichever it is, we have to continue contributing until we get enough funds to purchase the land. And I believe we are going the right direction. I sincerely believe that with all my heart. And we should not forsake continuing. If the Lord comes, when we are still con uh, collecting the contributions. That's good. What will happen to the money? If you remain on the bank account, it will not be important to us anymore. Because we shall have gone to the rapture. <laughs> but we continue with the contribution. And the lotteries we will hit the target. No matter how long it takes. It only needs us to have the right vision. And frankly speaking, this place is becoming more uncomfortable. Especially on Sundays. The other Sunday, I noticed people who were in the tent. You know, Dust was much and wind, and sometimes it rained. Very uncomfortable. We need to have a better place. So, really pray about this. And not only pray, but contribute. And also, those who follow our services online, don't just listen to the services, contribute. Because I know we have many people who follow our service. Otherwise, God bless you. Brother Edson, I'm so happy to see you today. As assistant pastor to Pastor Charles Omata in Soroti. Soroti. We are always privileged to have you with us. I still remember another touch. How many remember that? <laughs> Amen. Let us give the Lord a clap of praise for that. Amen. And that sermon is well recorded. And anybody can go back and listen again and again. It was a blessing to us. Another time. I'll never forget it. I heard it many times. But when you preached it, it stuck with me. <laughs> Amen. 
God bless you all. You are all dismissed. We will be here on Wednesday at 5. Those who can't be here, at least connect by way of the internet. God bless you all. Amen. Shall we sing a song? What song?